Howdy, neighbors. Ron Hayes. Beef buzzing with you today with livestock market economist Dr. Daryl Peel. We've got cattle on feed numbers to talk about in just a moment. This is Heather Buckmaster for the Oklahoma Beef Council with a checkoff minute. The holiday season has kicked off and with it a new holiday campaign featuring former football star Tony Romo as the official ambassador for the Beef at What's for Dinner brand. Romo will urge consumers to make the right call with beef this holiday season. Ads will be featured across all media platforms from TV advertising to social media. You can expect to see him sharing his favorite recipes, roasting tips, and even a behind-the-scenes look into his personal passion for beef. So take it away, Tony. The holidays in the Romo household are pretty hectic. What's my recipe for success? I just turn to beef. Whether it's an office party or a family dinner, I like to start strong with beefy appetizers like mini merry meatballs or individual beef wellingtons. Once the appetizer scores, I go for the win using holiday classics like a prime rib or beef tenderloin. I'm never afraid to call an audible and go with a strip roast either. Once the clock runs out, we like to put drool log on the TV and fall into a deep holiday slumber. Find more of my winning tips and tricks for the holiday season at Beef. It's what's for dinner.com. Funded by beef farmers and ranchers. We're talking today with Extension Livestock Market Economist, Dr. Daryl Peel. Latest cattle on feed report, the final cattle report report for 2022 out. Daryl, maybe first of all, run down the numbers for us. Yeah, you bet. You know, this December cattle on feed report uh, shows uh, placements in the month of November, uh, 98% of last year. Marketings in November were 101% of last year. And so the December 1 on feed total comes in at 97% of last year. Uh, in, in your mind, is that uh, a little surprising that uh, those placement numbers uh, are where they're at uh, this this uh, this month? You know, the placements are a little bit bigger than, uh, you know, the average pre-report estimate. They're kind of at the top end of the range, uh, although, you know, a couple of analysts uh, actually had them about that level. Uh, and, I, and I know there was quite a bit of variation in, in, uh, uh, in, in the auction volu- volumes and other things that we use to try to generate those estimates. So I don't think it's a big surprise, um, but it's a little bit bigger. Um, but the bottom line is the on-feed inventory is still coming down, um, and that's probably uh, you know what's most important as we go forward here uh, in, into the new year. And those marketings, uh, clearly, uh, they were they were what uh, the trade was expecting over a year ago. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're continuing to market uh, cattle at, at a, in a very timely pace. Uh, and, you know, uh, as we start to pull these numbers down, uh, obviously, uh, you know, uh, numbers are going to get tighter uh, going forward. Obviously, marketings will come down simply because there won't be as many cattle um, at some point in time. But right now, we're moving cattle. And this contributes to the fact we're going to end up the year with record beef production in 2022. You know, slaughter and beef production on a weekly basis appears to be moderating a little bit. I think we're kind of turning that corner, if you will. We're still moving cattle at a pretty brisk pace out of these feedlots. Daryl, back to the placements. uh, Third month in a row that we've seen placements less than a year ago. Yeah, the placements have been coming down. The on-feed totals beginning to come down. You know, it, it honestly, from my standpoint, it took uh, you know several months more to get there than than maybe I would have earlier thought. But that's a function of the fact that the drought has continued to be very severe and has forced us to to move cattle earlier. Um, and so it took a while to to get to that point. But uh, the the fact of the matter is, the numbers are coming down. And uh, you know, again, as we go forward, we're going to see a lot of tightening in. And 
you know, the feeder supplies, I think, are already tight. The feedlots are now beginning to reflect that with these uh, feedlot totals uh, decreasing, and they will continue to decrease in the in the coming months. I would take it uh, that this, this probably sets us up for uh, what we were really anticipating, uh, that we would be definitely looking at a much uh, tighter uh, cattle, uh, I guess, uh, cattle supply, uh, overall herd of cattle in the United States compared to uh, uh, this time a year ago. Yeah, absolutely. You know, again, the drought has forced us to kind of, uh, you know, maintain bigger numbers uh, moving through the system most of 2022. Um, but that's a, you know, that's not a sustainable thing. That was actually uh, moving uh, inventories, if you will. And, and so the backside of that implies that numbers are going to get a lot tighter as we go forward. I think we're clearly uh, into that uh, into that reality now. Uh, as we as we uh, you know go from here, we'll see numbers get a lot tighter. And uh, I think 2023 is going to be a very, very different looking year from a from a supply standpoint than 2022 was. It'll be uh, fundamentally a lot different next year. OSU Ag Economist Dr. Daryl Peel, you've got the beef buzz on Ron. It's the 84th annual National Angus Bull Sale, January 6th at 2 o'clock at the Cattlemen's Congress at the Oklahoma State Fairgrounds in Oklahoma City, featuring 39 high-quality bulls from proven programs across the U.S. All bulls are parent-verified, have been genomic trait-tested, and sell with enhanced genetic predictions. For a copy of the sale book or to visit with a sale manager, call 816-344-4266. That's 816-344-4266. And that's your beef buzz. Have a good day. I'm Ron Hayes.